Welcome back to I Want Business, the small business podcast. This is our website episode, one of what might be many all about websites. It's something we love, something we could talk about for days, but we're going to keep it short and sweet. Our tool of the week, David's going to go into in just a moment. We've got our trivia segment and then, of course, our deep dive into websites. I can't wait to hear about the tool of the episode. Oh, yeah. I'm here, and uh, we're also uh, here with our Brian Fritz, our amazing producer. Um, And I just wanted to tell Craig about a new tool that I found out just this week called Talk2. Talk2. I like it. Now, here's the thing. How much? Zero dollars. Free. Free. Here's the thing. Let's spell it for you. T-A-W-K dot T-O. Okay. I don't like apps that have normal names, if you haven't figured that out. We got it. We make sure that we get rid of all necessary vowels or correct spellings. And we find some really interesting tools. With a W. So Talk2 is a chat platform that you can actually put on your website. So it's free. Gotta love that. I love it. It's easy to set up. It takes only a minute. Um, It allows you to answer people's questions and have a little box on the bottom that says chat here and you can brand it to your you know your company and just allows you to now have a chat functionality on your site great to get started why is it free it's because they want to have the kind of larger companies pay them to help uh you know answer some of the questions and do all that gotcha but for this case you're the one answering it uh, I was talking with a client of ours that has a current one that they use. The one that they use, they pay per lead. So they have to pay a per couple communication. bucks per every time somebody has to communicate with them. Now, for their business, um, they're, they're already established. They're pretty busy. And their salesmen uh, don't really have time to sit on a chat function. So for them, it's nice to have somebody um, answer those questions. But for usually startups, maybe have a little bit of free time or able to kind of, you know, be be multitasking. And this would work out really well. You kind of have this running in the background while you're in the office, while you're working, probably between eight and five. And it allows you to have a little chat box that when people go to the website, they can now interact with you. So don't even have to email. How easy is it to load onto your website? It's just a, I'm going to use a little uh, computer speak here. It's just a little quick little JavaScript code that you just insert into your website uh a web developer could put it in there for in a minute uh and it or just, maybe like 10 minutes maybe well well the layman might take 10 minutes or so but they'll walk you through it it's really easy it pretty much works on all all website platforms is it something people could put on their website themselves or you really do need someone because you said javascript we're going to talk about websites in this whole episode so i know we're going to cover wordpress we're going to cover some things yeah. about websites is it something that again you need that developer piece or any, I, anyone can get in there. Anybody can get in there. It's really just one line of code that you're just added to like your header. So it's it's similar to like a statistic, uh, like an analytics code or anything. Gotcha. You just kind of you load it in there, and then the it pretty much adds the chat functionality now to your website. That's just about customizing it so that way it's all set up and and unique to your business. And then you know you go ahead and, and answer and socialize with, with. I think this is huge for anybody that sells something mm-hmm. online. People have questions. Your FAQs may not answer all those questions. Something like this allows that immediate direct contact. Now, again, they're trying to sell themselves to the big companies. 
and and make money that way. But when it's on my side per se, I've got to do that interaction, correct? Yeah, you're going to be the one talking with the people. You're going to be the one answering those chats. Can I turn it on and off easily? Yeah, you pretty much just like log in and say, I'm here to answer, you know, turn on like, you know, hey, you know, chat functionality on, or you can have it so it says off, which pretty much is like, you know, leaves you a message and then you can get back to them at any time. Does it pop up? Give me like a pop-up window lets me know when somebody's trying to interact? Yeah, there's like a little little box or whatever in the bottom that just says, hey, you know, um, you know, you could, there's an app that you can have on your phone. So you could even do it if you're you're not in the office. There's a Windows app, there's a, a Mac app and everything. And you, yeah. can, you can do it online as well. So whatever interface you're most, most comfortable with and how in depth you want to kind of open it up and then you can have multiple conversations they were saying that you could have pretty much unlimited chats all at one time so wow yeah yeah so just because maybe you're chatting with one person which is kind of cool you're not going to be stuck uh not being able to uh then interact with uh, others you know you can you know as long as you can multitask you can chat with them answering customers questions is huge it's what builds credibility with them it's what makes them want to spend their money with you and and, and it's not just people selling a product we have a web business. There's tons of questions in that field. And to be able to answer them in real time with people where we didn't even know who they were, they're just browsing the site and they get a pop-up of a, would you like to chat with someone now? Huge companies are using this functionality. Amazon's using this functionality, not necessarily from talk to, but this is a free and easy way for you to be able to use it on your website. Yeah, great way for startups to kind of get started and be able to interact with the people that, that visit their websites and find out why they're there and what they're looking for. And again, if they have any questions, you're you're right there, you know, chat box ready to go, simple. Uh, just a great way to kind of talk and, and, and speak. I, I think, you know, finding kind of a free version uh, without ads and easy to install and being able to work on all platforms, I thought was, a, you know, a great, great way to get kind of small businesses off the ground with this so it's it's talk dot to t-a-w-k dot t-o so we'll definitely include that in the uh show notes so that way you'll be able to uh kind of link to it and, and find out more about it now that you know all about how to get chat functionality on your website in a free method which we absolutely love let's continue my trivia dominance over david and brian we're going to jump into our trivia segment all about Websites. I went first in our last episode, so in this episode, David has honors. Some people say he won last episode two to one. Obviously, you weren't paying attention. That was golf scoring. I did win. I am in the lead now, three games to one, I think. We're going to have maybe Brian will keep track, keep tally. It feels like three to one is right. I definitely think Brian should keep tally because um, as far as I recall, it's uh, tied at uh, two to two. Wow, that doesn't sound right. I'm going to have to make a judgment call here then. I would think. Um, I'm going to say two to two. Oh. Oh. I um, like Brian a little bit more today. I think the comment section will tell the tale. We'll we'll see if we need to... uh, have golf scoring on this round. So, question number one for trivia. According to the Alexa ranking... Oh, no. Rank the following from least to most popular. I could do it. Netflix, Tumblr, and Twitter. You want to go least to most? Mm Mm-hmm. 
And that's Alexa. They do website traffic. They do so the website traffic. tracking. Now it's not necessarily official, official, but this is their based on their rankings of I somewhat will, popularity. I will do. I'm gonna gamble here. Okay. And say that you might have already had them in the order. Okay. I think Netflix is the least, then Tumblr, then Twitter. But I'm nervous because I feel like there's. I don't know much about Tumblr. I'm not sure if they're like big anymore. That's like an older thing, but I think people still use it like Reddit too. Okay, so you say. So wait, say, I want to change it because of your face. I want to go. No, I'm going to keep it. You're going to keep Netflix, it. Tumblr, Twitter. All right, you should have changed it. <laughs> Tumblr least. Tumblr's the least. Netflix then. Then Netflix. Then Twitter. Then I, Twitter. That's what I was going to change it yeah, to. Yeah, well, you did it. I'm taking the point. Um, no, I changed it, it before. I'll no, you, you didn't. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't hear the words coming yeah. out of your mouth. I'll give you a half point. I'll take the half point. I knew to change it. Tumblr, at least you Tumblr's got, like you dead left now. Twitter. Twitter yeah. Twitter's one of the top 10, I think. Yeah, but I mean, Tumblr's in the top top 50, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, Netflix, obviously growing, you know, as it becomes more and more popular. And 90 million subscribers. Yeah. That is almost a billion dollars a month. That's why they can afford to give Seinfeld 100 million for two specials. They, they took... Uh, Just two. Blockbuster out of the uh, running thanks to uh, their websites. Uh, talk about revolutionizing video. Next question. Half a point was awarded, by the way. Half a point. I'll give it to you. That could matter. Oh, boy. PayPal originally, uh, original domain was actually a letter. What one letter was their domain? What? PayPal. Elon Musk. He did that? Yeah. Look so, at that. So they decide that they were going to change it to make it more user-friendly. I, I feel like this could be a trick question. Brian, you want to guess? If I had to guess, I'd say Y. He's saying Y. I'll say P. I have no idea. The letter was X. X. You're the worst. X.com. So they realized that back in the infancy of the web that people are not going to know what what x.com is so they came up with paypal right and thinking that people would trust a pay service going back and forth would make more sense than calling it x. so i said p which is farther away from x than the y that y brian was much closer, said so he gets no no, no mine's point. farther away no, which is that better works. closer no. to paypal half point on that as well uh, zero point half point all right next one google Question three. Google was originally called Backrub. That has nothing to do with any of the answer, but I just wanted to say Backrub, yep. and I thought it was a funny uh, little fact. However, Google mathematically is spelled G-O-O-G-O-L. Mathematically, that is correct. They obviously got it wrong and spelled it Google. It kept it going. Kind of funny. Um, how many zeros are in the mathematical term Google? 100. There you go. 100 zeros. So Craig got one and a half points. I'm going to redo my questions for you and make them ridiculous Guinness record style. I'm just kidding. I got, I think, two points. I did acquire half a point on number two. Are we rounding up points? No, you get a point and a half. Point and a half. Point and a half, which rounds to two points. Down to one. Wait a second. Cheating has been done. I'm going to give David his three. True or false, number one. I give you a 50-50 right out of the gate. The internet and the World Wide Web are the same thing. True or false? False. Damn it. Yes! That is correct. The internet is rules or protocols that enable computer networks to communicate with each other, but the web is a service 
that uses that network to allow computers to access the files and pages. I thought I would trick you. In yeah. fact, I knew I wouldn't because why would you be rocking a web company if you didn't know those were different? So one point for David with a quarter point, uh, what is that called? Deduction for snarkiness. Mm. Oh, I thought it was an increase. I thought I was going to go no, I didn't quarter. know there was any Decrease. snarkiness there. Decrease. No, I, I thought it was it. just knowledge. No, it felt it's snarky. All, it's all knowledge. It's just feeling like a two against one. Number two. What is the most used web browser based on the federal government's DAP digital analytics program data? 44.5% of the market share. The most used web browser. It's how you browse the internet. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would love to guess. Um, I'm going to say Internet Explorer. Internet Explorer is a fine guess. What would you guess? I would guess the same thing. You both guessed the third most popular at this point with 11% market is share. It Chrome? Google Chrome. Google Chrome doing very well with 44.5% of the market share. That is recently. Now, you'd both been right 10 years ago where Internet Explorer had 90% of the market share, legitimately the beast in browsing. But now, about half of all traffic is being done on Google Chrome. Safari's in the mix as well. A lot of apples out there. That was good. It was good good guesses, but take it to that next level. So one point. I think I get a point as a result of you missing that. No. I mean, <laughs> We're just going to cut that producer, off. Producer speaks again. No. No. Question three. I like that you had a question like this. So do I. You told us that Google was originally back rub. I'm going to ask you, number three, which well-known company, a market leader, right now was almost called Kadabra until their CEO, who's still doing it, making lots of money now, felt it sounded too much like cadaver. So something you use almost every day might have been called Kadabra, and it's now what? Oh, shoot. I know the answer. I you do. Got to think You know I this. only go with stuff you use I know. constantly. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Can I get another hint in there? Because oh. oh no, well, you said oh. you know industry what? I leader. I will. I'll say industry leader, and I'll say that their CEO is the second richest man in the United States. Amazon. That is correct. That should be worth only half. I had to give him Jeff Bezos. You didn't I have to give him. Gave the glue. him Bezos, Bezos on a silver platter. And yeah. I think that means David got two and he won. Yeah. We'll be using a different podcasting <laughs> service in the future. So who is our podcasting service, Craig? Podcasting Done Right, brought to you by Brian Fritz, our producer extraordinaire. Now's the opportunity for us to tell you some awesome things about why you should use this service. We just got this podcast off the ground five episodes ago. This is episode six, and we absolutely could not have done it without podcasting done right. Not only... Does he have the literal equipment that we are using right now that makes us sound so good, these fancy microphones, this very fancy recording device, but he actually takes the audio file and produces it and works with it in some sort of magic, mystifying way where it's got files and buttons being pushed. I don't do any of this stuff. Audacity maybe is used or Adobe. There's software, okay? And it's stuff that's expensive and people do not know how to use. I, I don't have it. That's yeah. all I know. And I needed somebody and I'm a tech guy. And I went, I don't even know where to begin. So I, 
you know, when when it was, how do we get this going? I, I turned to podcasting done right. And I think it was absolutely something that you need if you need to get a podcast started, keep a podcast going, need a podcast producing, and just need, uh, you know, some direction on how to get involved in podcasting. Brian walked us through getting it going, and we had our first episode up within the first week. It was awesome. We recorded it. It was up, and now we're rolling. Again, this is a very new process for us, but without Brian and podcasting done right at our side, I don't think we would even have a podcast. We we record on a Friday, and by Monday, it was up on iTunes, and we were able to you know start our podcasting journey, and it was just that easy from the from the first recording of it to the process of getting it posted. So absolutely a breeze. You'll hear more about podcasting done right from us as the episodes go on, but it's time for our deep dive. Something we are excited about. We like talking websites. Something we know just a little bit about. A little, a lot. In the business of it. But but I want to come at it from a, a small business perspective. Let's do it. So knowing that small businesses are starting somewhere, right? So where do you start? What do you have? Why, why do you need a website, right? So we even wrote a post on it, right? It was, I have a... You know, I have a Facebook page, right? I got started there. Why Why do I even need a website, right? Why? Why? I don't want one. Yeah, I got no, Facebook. No, I do now. You, you, you were so, yeah, your face made me want one. You need one. <laughs> you know, but but the that that like I I got a Facebook, I got a Twitter, you know, I got you know, started there. Needs to kind of have that understanding that you don't own that page, right? You're giving your value to Facebook and you're you're putting everything onto their network. And and the idea of of having it is a good starting point. It's good for your probably your reputation. But I think if if you're looking at as a website, I think we're kind of talking about two different things. It's almost talking about like a Apple and a car. (laughs) I think you're you're I like that. You're right because you (laughs) the joke hits twice. You've got everybody thinking Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. I, everyone's making Facebook pages. My business just needs a Facebook page. Show me one successful major corporation that doesn't have a website, and we'll get in bed with you on that Facebook page. They all link to their websites because that's where you own the content. That's where you own everything, and that's, more importantly, where you own the delivery method. Yeah. You do not own the way Facebook pushes that content out. We're not saying don't have a Facebook page. That's not at all. But this is I Want Business, the small business podcast, and we want you to understand that, yes, the Facebook page is free, but it is a controlled environment. The website is where you get to be you. You get to show about your business You get the way you want it to be represented. Right. You you own it. You represent it is yours and it is your brand so it allows you to control it and, and really it's it's it, you it's your destiny what you put into is what you get out of it and with the statistic of about 3.5 billion google searches a day i mean so many if you're not putting your business out there you're 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 you know missing out on 3.5 billion searches how many of those searches are just the elderly mistyping stuff it's usually me they're, mistyping they're it. first time on the internet and they're just typing and it's bad and google's auto filling for them and they're confused 
I, that's probably where it all started, though. Where it was just nobody put spaces in it, and somehow they figured out the fifteen words that I was looking for. I mean, they 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 know what they're doing. Don't. Slight tangent: Google's autofill is a real life oracle, clairvoyant. You will be typing something that you might have said in your mind only, and it's already filling it out for you. Like, how did you know I wanted to look up Jason Priestley from nine hundred two one? How did you know that I wanted to know stuff about him? And I've just got the J and the A in, and then there's Jason Priestley. It, it just has a feeling. It knew. It has. A, it knew. Google autofill. It does. So, so with with so many billions of searches a day, and only half of small businesses really having a website. We talked about that in the I think the first or second episode. So with with nearly half of all small businesses not having a website, obviously having some presence out there is is a great step in terms of getting your 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 brand represented online. What's so, cool about having a website too is it doesn't have to be 50 pages. It doesn't have to right out of the gate be this dense thing that's overwhelming and you can't do. There's starts to everything. There's getting a page up there that's got your base information. Again, David, you could lay down those like items that are the the crucial pieces for them. But once you have something up, you could start to build some domain authority, some credibility on the web. What are those pieces that Every site should have at a minimum. So I kind of create a bare minimum small business owner kind of list here that I'll just kind of read through and just kind of touch on. Um, domain name, the least you got to do is have a domain name. Blooper reel. This is... Go, start from your all right. Take two. Start from your list. I I we, I put together a list. Okay, so I put together a list of at least the bare minimum of what you need as a website. <laughs> Can we have like a what happened? Or something? You know, we made it five in and never had this happen. But I've just got the tickles. All right, he's got somewhere to be. Take three. Talk about your list. Okay, so we have a bare minimum business owner list uh, that we put together. I don't know what's happening. I can't handle it. Start over. Take five. I want the original audio, though. <laughs> For me. So we put together a list of at a least list. the most needed things a business owner will need. All right. When they're having that, I guess, small business website presence. First thing is that domain name. So 65% of all consumers consider that a company branded email is a much more credible than a generic Google, AOL, Yahoo. So in order for you to even have that domain email, you need to have a domain name. So it's that, that you know, going to GoDaddy, Namecheap, any of those uh, domain registers and, and registering your domain. Domains can be as little as 6 or $7. I mean, for 10 bucks a year on average, you've got it locked up and you're selling, as David likes to say, widgets. We, we've gone through many episodes where he talks about those widgets. If widget.com is what you're doing, lock that up. Get it ahead of time. You can A, work with it yourself or B, hand it to your web developer and turn it into something, but you're always going to own that URL and be able to send those emails from 
you at widget.com. Right. So it's just an important step to build confidence for the, the consumer. Uh, the other items that you'll need, basic web pages, your homepage, obviously, to get people started, your about page, just to give a little bit of information about you, and of course, a contact page. So if you were to start and have only three pages, those are the three at least that consumers, clients, visitors, website, uh, surfers are looking for out there. If you're going to have a contact page, make sure you include you know info about your business, email, phone number, phone something number for sure. ways to contact are the things that people are looking for. Now these aren't these aren't my ideas. These are when 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 they're looking at why people trust websites or don't trust websites. This is this is what they're looking for. Right. And Google makes those distinctions based on the information that's on the site with with nearly 50% of all traffic coming from mobile, coming from cell phones and tablets. You got to have some you, you don't maybe think of it, but you got to have the phone number on there. Mm-hmm. The beauty is also with all the smartphones, they can touch that number and call you directly. It's huge for your business, especially if you have a physical location, to be answering those questions when people call. So you want to have these base pieces, even if it's nothing more than that, just a homepage, your contact page, just these pieces that we're kind of laying out for you. But if you're one of those people that's saying, do I really need a website? What would you say to them, David? I would say you got to start here. You got to start small, start somewhere to get to, again, buy that property, like like you said, and and begin with a, a nice clean design, something simple. Maybe it's on like a build-it-yourself site. Maybe it's, you know, using like a WordPress as a quick option to get you going. You know, maybe before you buy, you know, really look for a, a web design firm. But you're using some sort of, some tool to build it yourself is a fine start. For, for your company because I think I think without it you're you're missing out on possibly you know those consumers those people that are looking for something and if they're looking for it and, and they don't see you they're moving on to your competitor so here's what we're saying yes we own a business where we make websites for money but we're telling you that to get things going it's more important than you have something up than nothing we are literally saying you don't have to give bags of money to people right out of the gate now Will your site be able to do as much with a Wix or a Squarespace or using GoDaddy as if you have a private developer? The answer is no. That's unequivocally no. It's never going to be the same. However, something is better than nothing. And getting something up that has a homepage, that has your phone number, your contact information, a little bit about your business, it gets things started. And these search engines are so smart. They know when your domain went up. They know what is on each page. They know how much authority you have according to those keywords. Again, the benefit of having a developer long-term is to get into the minutia of it. But we are saying that as a business owner, upstart, getting things rolling, get a website up. Yeah, get something going. By any means necessary. Right, right. The, the worst thing you can do is have nothing um, and, and try rely and hope that your, your name and your, your company gets out there. Um, you want to make sure that you have something that builds that credibility online, puts yourself in front of people, um, making sure that you, if somebody's researching you, they're typing in your business name and they're able to know that the website they're going to looks professional, looks somewhat clean, looks organized. It's easy for them to know that you're a business that's in business that they can trust, that they know, you know, is 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 active. You know, I I think it, it'll only help grow your business. I don't, I, I, I rarely, 
never heard anybody ever say that their website made them have less business. It's not possible with the the way people are searching for information these days. You don't go to the closet and flip open the encyclopedia anymore. You go online. You don't go to the, the, the kitchen and get the phone book anymore. You go online. We are talking about some broad strokes of websites here. We are going to go deeper in future episodes about pieces and aspects of a website, platforms, different things about your website, because that's what we do with Clarity Creative Group. But for this purpose, if you get nothing out of this episode other than this, you need a website. Yeah, you're at small business. You're starting out. You're you've you know you've LLC'd. You got your insurance. You're on you know episode six with the I Want Business Small Business Podcast. Hopefully, you're here. Start building that website. Start building that web experience so that way you have uh, you know that credibility for your your company. And that's it for us on episode six. We've made it to whatever arbitrary number. I think we're looking to go much beyond that. We're going to have, I'm now excited for our next couple episodes because we're going to rock a website-specific little information dump for you guys and really go deep on different aspects of your website that A, we can help you with, or B, you can get things going on your own. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next time.